News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. The U.S. regulators have approved exchange-traded funds that invest directly in Bitcoin. The SEC says 11 ETFs can begin trading on Thursday. That is tomorrow in the States. An ETF from ARK Investment was approved. Here is the company's CEO, Kathy Wood. We think that uh, longer term, which is our focus, of course, you know, with institutions really getting the green light now uh, uh, with an SEC approval, we think that even uh, going to 0.1 or 0.5 percent of a portfolio for institutions is going to be a, a price moving event. That is Kathy Wood, the CEO of ARK Investment Management. Now, today's decision comes one day after that fake post on the SEC's X account. It claimed the agency had approved those ETFs. Then chair Gary Gensler used his own account on X to indicate the official SEC account had been compromised. The FBI is now investigating. Just two of the candidates vying for the Republican nomination appear tonight at the GOP debate in Iowa. Donald Trump has opted out of each debate so far, although he did appear tonight at a town hall on Fox News at the same time the debate was happening. Earlier today, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie announced the end of his campaign. It's clear to me tonight that there isn't a path for me to win the nomination, which is why I'm suspending my campaign tonight for president of the United States. Now, separately, Christie was caught on a hot mic criticizing Nikki Haley before the event. She's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. Christie went on to say Florida Governor Ron DeSantis had called him sounding petrified shortly before the feed was cut. Alaska Air Group is grounding all flights of its Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft over the next three days. This decision means up to 150 daily flights will be canceled. Of course, last Friday, Alaska Air 737 MAX 9 lost a fuselage panel shortly after takeoff. The move to suspend flights will now allow safety regulators in the U.S. time to inspect aircraft. Meantime, Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun told CNBC the company is working to prevent future accidents. Now we're in a moment where we have nobody at risk, and our job is to understand literally everything that has happened, everything that surrounds that particular fuselage plug, and, uh, and fix it, and make sure it can never happen again. That is Dave Calhoun, the CEO of Boeing. The U.S. and its allies are weighing options for retaliation against escalating attacks at sea by Houthi militants. Here's Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons. The Houthi attacks have intensified this week in the Red Sea. Retired Brigadier General Mark Kimmett says there are several options for dealing with the escalation. Do we wait until a ship gets hit and the crew possibly injured? Or do we take a preemptive strike uh, knowing that they're going to continue to fight until something drastic is done? General Kimmett speaking with Bloomberg Sound on. The Houthis say the attacks are aimed at all ships bound for Israel as a show of support for the Palestinians. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. The Biden administration has ordered all cabinet members and secretaries to notify the White House chief of staff if they are unable to perform all of their duties. This comes after the Pentagon waited days to inform President Biden and top officials that U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was in the hospital and had transferred power to his deputy. Here is Bloomberg's Anne-Marie Hordern. This administration came in and said, we are going to be very transparent. We are the adults in the room and we are going to go back to process and procedure, something that they said was lacking under the Trump administration under four years. What we've seen from 
the fall of Kabul on was that they struggle with interagency. They are very insular within the White House. When you have individuals who should be the transportation highway of information flowing into the White House and out of the White House, it does seem like that's where things seem to break down with this administration. That's Bloomberg's Anne-Marie Hordern reporting. Austin had prostate cancer surgery back on December 22nd and was readmitted to the hospital on New Year's Day because of complications. President Biden only learned on Tuesday about Austin's diagnosis. Legendary University of Alabama football coach Nick Saban will retire after his 17th season with the program. Saban is credited with restoring the Crimson Tide football back to national prominence. The 72-year-old Saban has won seven national titles, six during his time at Alabama, in addition to one at LSU. Teams led by Saban spurred a whopping 49 first-round NFL draft picks. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Doug Krisner. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.